Gordano. Gordano. And uh, welcome to the Sorry Not In Service podcast. Yes. 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 Fantastic. We did it. Take me up to the top of the podcast. This is the top of the podcast. It is. We'll see you at the bottom. <laughs> bottom. The headlines tonight. What the jeffing heck is Tom up to at the party? Simon Lee writes poem that melts hearts. Many dead. Horoscopes thrown at listeners. Listeners out cold. London is given the once over by Wessex dignitaries. Birthday fever grips studio. With Greece topping the news agenda, Sorry Not In Service slips under the radar and is safe for another fortnight. Yes, it's when you reach for your resol- revolver. <laughs> your resolver? Your resolver? Yes, this is when you reach for your resolver. Because it's Sorry Not In Service on 10 Radio every alternate Friday. And this is an alternate Friday. <laughs> Not like your normal Fridays, no, no sir. No sir, this is no mainstream Friday. Welcome to Opposite Land mm, on 10 Radio. Where trees grow from sky and sky live in ground. Well, how the devil are you listeners? Good news. Bad, terrible news. <laughs> no, they're silent with... Brick um... <laughs> and Yes, sir. Uh, they haven't reached for their resolver soon enough. So, yes, listen, this is uh, Sorry Not In Service. Ten Radio with you for the next two hours of um, hot wrestling tips. <laughs> what? Hot wrestling tips? We're not doing hot wrestling this week? No, we're not doing hot wrestling. At best, we're doing like slightly cool wrestling. Cool wrestling. Cool wrestling. wrestling. Uh, like Mick Foley's mid-90s uh, persona, Dude Love. Listeners, we've got a great show coming up for you. We went to London two weeks ago. Yes, that's right. Of course, it was a pre-recorded show when we were last on air. Uh, we, yeah, we were in London, and we're going to be hearing all about our, our trip to London, and specifically William's feedback, re the capital city. We've, uh, we've got a very exciting... I mean, the What's Tom Up To feature is coming up, and normally, I mean, that's a, a humdinger in itself. Yeah, precisely. Uh, but um, but th- this evening, it's an absolute barnstormer, uh, recorded live... Uh, rather than over the phone, at a party. Mm, yes, What's Tom course. up to at the party? As, as trailed at the previous show. Yeah, previous. so uh, plenty coming up, listeners, and uh, we suggest that you sit tight and uh, pop your trousers up yep. and uh, listen to a little bit of The Stikeman. go and that is an excellent example of course of a song which repeatedly poses a question but doesn't actually finish the entire question <laughs> <laughs> that's an excellent sorry that's sorry just just yawning there um <laughs> uh, william how on earth has your past two weeks been since we were last on air listeners need um, to know and indeed even three weeks uh, since we last recorded a show. Well, let's not Wait, get... Googly moogly. Let's not get bogged down. Uh, you haven't got bogged down in the last fortnight, have you? I've not actually literally got bogged down. Fine, okay. A couple of close encounters. The uh, filthiness of my boots will attest to the oh, fact. Yes, I can see that. <laughs> Grubblesome. Um, yeah, no, slightly strange week. Um, I, I, I broke a vow, and it's an important vow, listeners, and it's one that you should all stick to, but I didn't this week, um, to never go to a dentist. <laughs> 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 I was... I was somewhat forced to because you know the way the hamsters store um, uh, nuts and berries right in their cheek pouches. Yes, sir. Yeah. Well, I, I woke up on uh, Tuesday morning, looking very much like a hamster that decided to uh, store a lot of um, awful teeth in his face. <laughs> he is quite furry. I am quite furry and uh, prone to being placed in a large perspex bowl and running around until such time as I wee in it and it has to be cleaned. <laughs> So you had some bad teeth. So I had so I had some bad teeth. Yes. And uh, yes, I had to ring for an emergency appointment. Mm. To yes, 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 yes. And uh, the dentist was not entirely sure. He said it might be an infection of some sort. He said, "I'll have a look at this tooth because I've got a broken tooth. I'll, I'll, I'll give it a quick clean." And 
Absolutely lovely, because it's been a long time since I've caused any kind of medical professional to pull a horrified face. But there's one point where she was picking away at my tooth. Mm-hmm. This person I'd only just met, I yeah. suppose, is generally the way with medical professionals. <laughs> I was <laughs> Don't go out for dinner first, normally. Sometimes. All right, okay, fine. fine. Yeah, precisely. Sometimes I like to woo a surgeon. <laughs> um, yeah, when she uh, picked away at a piece of tooth and essentially most of my face drained out via this tooth, and she went from concentrated but trying to be open and friendly to truly aghast. So like when you say most of your face fell out? I had quite a lot of like stuff in my cheek above this tooth. Right. And it decided to uh, escape my face right. by the hole that had just been picked in my tooth. Wow. Yeah, precisal. She right. described it as being uh, uh, like a tap that had been opened. A disgusting tap. A disgusting tap <laughs> that suddenly caused her to go all horrified, like somebody who's watching a horrible film. Mm, or like that scene in the money pit. How is your, um, your, your tap tooth? It's fine, it's fine. I've uh, been uh, taking penicillin and whiskey. Excellent. And just to, just FYI listeners, um, uh, I can see now his teeth are... Well, it's a Hollywood smile. No, no, you look, we look wonderful, William. Wonderful. I think you're mocking me. <laughs> Only very gently. Only very gently? <laughs> yes. Is that okay, then? Better. Is it? Better than the all-out mock. Uh, well, in all fairness, you've got terrible teeth, too. And who doesn't? Level 42, yeah. We've all got our daddy's eyes. All of us, <laughs> there were three in the song. <laughs> How is that possible? possible? There are some theories, they're not. Broadcastable. Broadcastable. <laughs> and they're tenuous. So, uh, listeners, that was level 42, and this is Sorry Not Service. Level 42 discussing their family, and families are a direct consequence of birthdays. And birthdays <laughs> is maybe one of the themes of the show tonight, because it's my birthday in five days' time. It is, and I've just realised I'm sat here opening your present. Yes, you are, because you, you am a mean person, but I wasn't going to mention it, because I am a nice person. Yeah. And that's the dynamic of the show, ladies and gentlemen. Subtext. Uh, yes, William's birthday in five days' time, which is, is. A, 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 an heroic event. And um, as is custom, uh, I've bought uh, William some presents. Now, I have already told him in the car on the way here that his presents are a, uh, not, 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 not as great as they could be. Yeah, you uh, did open my door first and detach my seatbelt and go, just so you know. <laughs> I mean, if it's a problem, that's fine. <laughs> Stop opening my present! Right, William. Uh, I'll, I'll di- difficulty holding on to my character within this. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to me. When you were three, it was 1989. When you were 12, it was 1998. When you were 20, it was 2006. Now you are nearly 29 and it's 2015. Here you go. I've now received a present. Hot songs. So William's, um, it's a cylindrical effort. Yeah, so it's a cylinder. It's approximately two inches high. Wrapped in gold with uh, sellotape to keep the paper... Um, in check You're a and um, rapper. <laughs> keep uh, keep unwrapping well I mean it's underwhelming certainly so he's unwrapped that bit <laughs> he's unwrapped that bit he's unwrapped that bit painting uh, words with pictures we're certainly well we're in the end game here people and um, ripping away at the cello tape cool. See, I'm, I'm salivating already just thinking about it and uh, what on earth might you have there William I have <laughs> now Simon what William what I seem to have hit, received here yes is uh, Peyton Piperium. Yes. The Gentleman's Relish. Yes, sir. Spiced anchovy relish. Yes, sir. Have you actually tried this before? Yes, sir. It's quite nice, isn't it? It's, yeah, it's all right. Have you had it before, have you? Yeah, 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 I want some. I'm sorry. Actually, I'm not sure I've had this one before. What? I can't help it, Simon. I can tell no lie. Cunning listeners would have spotted the lie in that last <laughs> sentence. <laughs> well, there you are, William. I said you'd be having underwhelming presents. 
So there we are. Some gentleman's relish for young William Lee. Simon. What? Um, when you picked this up, did you think this is exactly the kind of thing that William would like, or did you think that has an amusing double entendre style name? Both. Both. I was actually um, multitasking. I, 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 in this I was. I was at the party with Tom. Uh, and we'll be hearing more about that later. And um, Tom uh, looked at my computer phone and he said, "Oh, I've not seen one like that before. What does it do?" So I was sort of showed him. And then I opened up the internet browser, and the first thing that uh, he saw on there was a Google search for gentleman's relish, nice. which was good. Excellent stuff. So um, there we are. Um, <laughs> gentleman's relish. Well, Simon was certainly buying presents to thrill, but I wonder if ACDC can shoot. <laughs> oh my God. Brittle, Basselton, Brompton Ralph, Shipstable, Clatworthy, Fitzhead, Jewish Chumflow, Milverton, Darling, Riverlisker, and Terra Creek. I don't think uh, I don't think uh, Jesus wants us to play Captain Beefheart with Dropout Boogie. Every time we try, Jesus turns it off. Well, Simon, C Captain Beefheart. Yes, sir. Yeah, it's an anagram of Ten <laughs> which of course is uh, Jesus's worst buddy from school. <laughs> um, now, listen. I in lieu of the uh, the the aborted Captain Beefheart pop song. <laughs> in lieu. Uh, <laughs> There you go to um, well do numbers ones or whatever. Um, I'm going to play a pop song by a man called Daniel Wakeford. Daniel now, Wakeford. Daniel Wakeford. Uh, he was on a Channel Four style documentary. So it was a program following people who struggled to um, to a difficulty dating. That's the thing. Yes, people who yes. had difficulty dating for whatever reason. Um, Daniel Wakeford was one of the chaps who was. Um, but they're not explore the reason. <laughs> for whatever reason, don't care. There Just were point. several different reasons why all the different people were struggled to date. Uh, Danny right, Wakeford okay. being one of them, and it turns out he's a songwriter. And um, it I, is a reason why people can't date. <laughs> I like it. Dating. It's my birthday. I can do what I want. I'm gonna. Have a lovely time. Have a lovely time. I remember the time when I thought it was real. And you know about it. Love is no evil one. And that was the wonderful sound of Daniel Wakeford there with his pop song, Number One for You. Number one in my charts, certainly. <laughs> wow, you're actually quite good at that. Thank you. Why don't you do that all the time? Because I've got myself a little sore throat. You're listening to Ten Radio, the home of the sore throat. The home of sore throats and smooth music. <laughs> Ten Radio. The home of smooth music and so... Oh, no, that's the same thing, but the other way around. Yes, yeah, just mildly reversed. I'm slowly moving towards being Maximus Decimus Meridius. <laughs> nothing to say about that. I, I, I tell you what... Father to a murdered child, husband to a murdered wife, and, um... <laughs> DJ on a broken radio station. <laughs> and I will have my broadcast in this life or the next. Uh, we're going to find out what Tom's been up to. What is Tom up, up to? At the party. Ow. Tom? Yep. Tom, what are you up to? I'm uh, just at the party uh, with Simon and Carla. Brilliant. All right, bye, Tom. Bye. What is Tom up, up to? At the party.
Now. I actually saw it with my eyes, Will. It was incredible seeing what Tom was up to. That's amazing. Yeah, it was It was wonderful. It really was. Have you thought about doing a video blog or vlog <laughs> or vlog? <laughs> no, sir. But maybe we should. Um, anyway, it was wonderful, wonderful hanging out with Tom. Uh, although, that said, uh, there were one or two indiscretions uh, on the night, unfortunately. And um, that leads me on to the next item on the agenda. Yeah. I've written Tom a little poem. Oh, and the last one was an absolute corker. Yeah, yeah. This one's this one's got a more sort of somber tone. Oh dear. So, um, listeners, uh, this is um, well, this this one goes out to Tom, and it's called an apology. Dearest Tom Reed, B and Q is a place you can go and buy a shed. I am sorry that I said all those things about your enormous head. B&Q is also a place you can go to get some fences. I'm sorry I drove you to a fast food outlet under false pretenses. The staff in B&Q know all about the latest loft insulation trends. I'm sorry I contradicted you when you suggested that we were friends. While you're at B&Q, you can get fertilizer to make plants grow. I am sorry that I was so fervent in celebrating being right about ELO. Speaking of which, I bought a compilation CD of theirs in a B&Q. This is ELO with All Over the World. And Tom, it goes out to you. ELO. Well done, ELO. ELO. That one, of course, went out to Tom. Um, yeah. Yeah. Simon? Yes? Did this party go a bit wrong on occasion? On occasion, yes, it did. Because you're not brilliant with people at the best of times, are you? No, and the thing is, I mean, I was so excited to see Tom and Jules that I just kind of, I think I might have overdone it slightly. What, you overdone it in the sense that you said all those things about your enormous head? Yeah, well, I was quite vociferous about his... Um... <laughs> it's not quite a big <laughs> head, it is Exactly. A, it is a big head. Who wouldn't head. mention it? Hey, it's full of facts and love. <laughs> That's right, and uh, lard. Lard, <laughs> I was being nice. Yeah, see, that Simon. kind of thing. How did you get him to a fast food place under false pretenses? He wanted to go uh, to the place that they were staying. They were staying in a house in town. And um, As is tradition. Jules and Carla um, wanted to go to a fast food place. Uh, they, the girls, the girls, the ladies, ladies. Uh, hatched a plan whereby uh, we would, uh, Carla and I would, I'm doing inverted commas here, listeners, oh, yeah. uh, give Tom and Jules a lift back to this place, um, but instead I would then take them to this fast food restaurant. Right. Um, I convinced Tom that um, I was uh, just merely lost, uh, and then we turned into this uh, fast food area. Tom wasn't happy that we'd all lied to him. So How uh, unhappy was he? He seemed quite sort of hacked off. What, because you'd gone to a fast food place? I think it was just the lying, the constant lying. Simon? What? Oh, is there more? Yeah, 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 yeah. You contradicted him when he suggested that you were friends. Yeah. How did you contradict him, Simon? I think, I, I can't remember the exact circumstances, but he he, he, he suggested that, that he and I were friends, and I kind of, when? and this was in front of another no. person. Yeah. And I just went, yeah, like that. Right, Probably okay, that's, nice. not, that's not too bad. Uh, to be honest, I think I say far worse things in most social circumstances, <laughs> just as an icebreaker. Hey, I hate you! <laughs> um, Simon? Yes? What is your actual stance on ELO? No, no, it wasn't, it wasn't an issue with ELO at all. Uh, it was the end of the night, the jukebox was available, uh, we decided that we wanted to put some ELO on. Tom chose all around the world, as we just heard. Yeah. Um, he said it was their biggest hit. No, of course it isn't. But thank you. What would you say is their biggest hit? Probably Evil Woman. Or... Uh, oof, blimey, After Evil Woman. Wild West Hero? Or... Uh, other ELO. Don't Bring Me Down. Oh, come on, it's not Don't Bring Me Down, is it? It wasn't, but Don't Bring Me Down charted higher than all over the world. And also, more people tap their toes when I put... Anyway, sorry, I'm glad yeah, to I bet Evil Woman is still top. Uh, yeah, I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. But um, but there we are, listeners. That, that was, uh, that was, that was the party. Not sure which. And uh, that was a poem and apologies to Tom. Now, listeners, um, I'm going to... Now listen to us. Now listen to us. <laughs> now listen to us. I'm going to play a song from the latest Bell and Sebastian song selection, which came out a couple of weeks ago. Album. It's called uh, Ally. Hmm. <laughs> 
Aretha Franklin there with Hoochie Baby. Um, <laughs> Hoochie Baby? Yeah, sorry. Let's speak somebody who has never listened to any Aretha Franklin. I really ran out of steam very quickly there. Um, speaking of steam, William, mm. uh, we had a trip to that London, Das Kapital, a couple of weeks ago, didn't we? A fortnight ago. Yeah, speaking of steam. And uh, <laughs> and um, you, 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 you experienced it for... Uh, probably the first time as an adult, didn't you? Now, should we find out what you learnt? I think we should. Uh, that means pressing play on the computer. Lovely. Sorry Not In Service, in partnership with That Spider On Your Shoulder, is proud to present William Lee's analysis of London. Capital City, or Capital Terrible. London, 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 to give its full address, is one of the biggest conurbations in the southeast of Britain. Depending on the sources used, it was either constructed approximately 2,000 years ago, or on the banks of the River Thames. But, what is the true of London Town City? When do it matter? And how are we why? London is, of course, accessible from many angles. And in order to celebrate this, an enormous circle called the Motorway the 25th was constructed to prove how many ways in there are. You don't just have to run there. Many people can drive, and most of those into London. But those who can't, or won't, or don't, can also take trains. Trains are enormous iron men that slide around, delivering people, or else, from outside London to inside London, before merrily sliding backwards to take the rest away. The first thing that a new visitor to London will notice is that the air can literally be cut with a knife. Unlike everywhere nice, it is possible to see the effects of this assault on the atmosphere because London has a permanent haze of smoke and poison that you can see with your eyes or with pictures of it seen by eyes not nearby. London has a great many places in which one can sleep without much fear because many people come to London every fortnight to see what it is. But what is London anyway? London is where things of importance go to be with other like-minded things. The casual observer will notice that both the Big Ben House and the Queen House are within easy walking distance of each other, and people frequently do just this. You can join these people or walk around them all the time, because London does not know how to sleep. If you find yourself tired of seeing things that are outside, London has things that live inside that can be seen. These are called art, and they are inside places made to hold important things after the important things are made smaller or put elsewhere. The other things that can be seen inside in London is the past. London has a lot of the past hidden inside big buildings, and these pasts are arranged so that people can see what it was like when the world was older. If you are tired of walking or annoyed that the clouds are making the shapes of people you love but who find you tedious, London has a magical teleport system buried underneath it. By entering tunnels that were made by leaving holes in the ground where buildings could be, you can zoom around next to lots of people you don't know and try to make them look at you. When in London, looking at people can pass a lot of time. Some people find this selfish and look back at you, which makes time go very slowly. Don't accept such rudeness, and if anyone looks at you, keep looking at them. Don't blink, don't change your expression. If they look away first, they belong to you. When leaving London, as all people should, Make sure that you re-acclimatise to the nice world slowly. Don't go chewing the first five-bar gate you see, nor embracing everyone in wellies. Just try sucking on some grass for a few hours, breathing in and shouting everything you want. So, 
In conclusion, London. It is a place you have heard of, but you don't know everyone there. Keris Matthews there with her analysis of the city of London town, wherein uh, we were... That's right, William. And we, we heard your analysis of, of the old London town city, and um, do you want to elaborate on it at all? I mean... Uh, I think I got out everything that was necessary to say. Fair enough. Did you, did you have a good time? I, I think ultimately I did have a good time. Okay. Looking back on it, I think uh, there, were, there were things that were good. Yes. Uh, the past. <laughs> I like the past in the buildings. Yes, you like the past buildings. I yep. like the past in the buildings. Yep. Um, How about the train journey getting in? The train journey getting in was arguably a little bit difficult. I'm, I'm at best, uh, you know, I, I, not brilliant with people. Yeah. You know, yeah. I like to maintain a certain distance. You may have noticed, listeners, I'm not in the room. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I'm more lively than I am when you're looking at me. <laughs> yeah, just to um, just to explain, we um, we we drove to a uh, small town just outside London and uh, decided to get the train in rather than having to drive all the way in. Um, and um, and that was a great great idea, really was. Tr- trouble was that there was uh, uh, two million people on the particular train that we got on, yeah. and uh, they just kept coming, didn't they? Well, and I, I don't think I've ever seen you look quite so angry. You were proper. I was having a bit of difficulty dealing with the the sheer weight of humanity out there. You know, I was I was away for the weekend. I was kind of missing being at home a little bit, and yeah, just the absolute piles of humanity. And the point where we got separated because mm. I had to move into the carriage and you got you had to stay near the doors. Yes, there was a moment where I was kind of obliged to sit down because I was stood right next to a chair. Mm-hmm. And so I had to sit down, but then I was sat next to people like I'd liked them. <laughs> I came so close with my weird wolf-like fingernails to actually pulling my bag apart, <laughs> scratching the top of it, going, people. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, at that point, no, I was no, thinking was maybe, I've, maybe I've made a dreadful error. Oh, I, I loved it. It was great. But, um, <laughs> but genuinely, I think, it, I think it all worked out fine in the end. I think it And did. we've all learned a lot about London. London. The city that cannot sleep. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, well, I'm glad you had a wonderful time. It was your Christmas present, and uh, it certainly there'll was. Be a, there'll be a follow-up birthday present in 23 minutes. Look, that's very specific. Are we going to crash a song if needs be? It might be 17 minutes. It could be 12. Just... Who knows? When you least expect it. When I least expect it. Yes, I will give you a birthday present. Well, that's that's something to look forward to. Hey, Simon. What you now? Know what else you're not expecting? Straight back at you, boy. Sting! <laughs> what? Sting! Message in the bottom? <laughs> Message in the bottom? Sting! Sting! Message in the bottom? From the northeast? Take from the northeast! Okay, here's a fun thing about Message in a Bottle. Yes, sir. There's some numeracy in it, which is frankly hilarious. So, I mean, this is very much a 4 minutes 51 second mathematical joke. But we're all going to enjoy it. Yes! Sting! Are you sure you're okay with this? Yeah, I'm fine. Just, just let's just get on. With it. we go that's the sound of uh, sting there on his own because he doesn't have his mandolin which draws all the honeys in <laughs> chicks dig a mandolin yeah so um yes it's a it's a poor story for starts <laughs> he's on an island on his own he's a castaway yes sends out one note he's got one bottle right he's got one bottle he sends out a note yes waits a year no response a whole waits a whole year yeah right yeah okay. yeah he's all alone yes, cast sir. away on his island now one morning one morning <laughs> he wakes up and there are a hundred billion bottles a <laughs> hundred billion bottles yes has washed up on his island right now for a start yes wouldn't that have woken him up <laughs> 
this island is Australia. <laughs> Even that is still going to be quite dense with bosses. <laughs> that is a very well observed identification. Yeah. Secondly, yeah. by my reckoning, <laughs> yeah. I haven't done all the mathematics. I don't think there have yet been 100 billion Homo sapiens. Right, okay. I'm not entirely certain. Whatever. Yeah, I think in total, I don't think that's actually been achieved yet. So are we saying that, how many people are on the planet at the moment? We're saying, what, six six billion? Yeah, I think it's six billion, isn't it? So each person would have had to have sent Sent out... Sent about... Ten, uh, maybe eleven, twelve... Thirteen. Thirteen. About thirteen thirteen bottles each. About thirteen bottles. Yeah. Now, right. Are we presuming that Sting... On his island, is at the centre of some kind of maelstrom, possibly why he's stuck there, possibly caused by, I don't know, Poseidon, because he doesn't like mandolins. That would explain it. Yeah, or yes. Sting's tantric advances. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. The sound of tantric advances. <laughs> On my way. Charge. <laughs> but slowly. <laughs> That's the key. <laughs> Meander, if anything. <laughs> Form a small oxbow lake with your path. <laughs> this is Tantric Hour on 10 Radio. Is that bringing it to you? Bringing it to you. Slowly. <laughs> or, if Sting has not upset Poseidon, he's not in the middle of a maelstrom. Yes. And I've just done the maths on this. Yes. And we presume he has received an average number of bottles, and there are 100 billion castaways out there. Yes. Well, I've just done the maths, and that is uh, 1 times 10 to the power of 22, which is 1 followed by 22 zeros. Listeners, if you'd like to try and understand quite how many bottles have been dispatched by the entire global populace, (laughs) write 1 followed by 22 zeros. Simon, take the opportunity to just do that. It goes on for a while. Let's think a trillion. That's nine zeros. (laughs) Okay? I mean, it really, really goes on. Now, we're going to consider this point. Yeah, I've just done it. Yeah. It's quite long, isn't it? Yeah. It's there's pretty... Tw- there's 23 digits there for a start. Yeah, for, yeah, for a start, there's 23 digits there. Secondly, Sting, you are letting the population down. You sent one <laughs> bottle. It does show a real sort of um, laziness on his part, doesn't it? Yeah. The, the, the population have to send, what was it, what did we decide about, roughly about 13 bottles each. Yeah, uh, if, yeah, the, yeah. If there were a hundred billion, and not everybody is as close to a coastline as Sting is. I mean, people, yeah, Shropshire, he's, he's, Shropshire's landlocked, yeah, and Rutland, <sighs> not half. Yeah, precisely. I mean, that's got to be like twenty percent of the population. <laughs> yeah, I would have <laughs> certainly thought I'd so. Imagine so, certainly. Yeah, so I mean, that's hard work for them. Yeah, you see, you think Sting's all magical and delightful. It turns out he's actually just useless. Yeah, one bottle. He doesn't know how to please people. Uh, well, either way, lady, if you're still listening, um, this is for you. This is Tom Waits. <laughs> well, quite right, yeah. too. Yeah, precisely. Now, uh, just going back to the subject of Sting, William. Yeah, huh? I wonder if Sting would have gone to all that effort if he had known that yeah. in the future he would have had a hundred billion people contacting him if he'd have what I'm just trying to think of a link to sort of guide us into the horoscopes already yeah. I would have undermined that because that was one bottle yeah in a year time for horoscopes lovely zodiac signs are an important part of who we are but astrology is so much more than personality traits The constant motion of the planets affects our lives in the boardroom, the bedroom, and everywhere in between. From Saint Augustine to Russell Grant, many have tried to harness the awesome power of the Zodiac. But one man stands tall above all others and will guide you through the mystical world of this most astronomical of phenomena. Welcome to Horoscopia. Money makes the world go round. Everyone knows that. So after your investments on Wednesday, you will be interested to discover that Wednesday will never end. Taurus. Whispering, though annoying to others, is a great way to get them close enough to find out what they smell of. 
your almanac of the population's scent nears its completion. Gemini. Much as you may protest, there is a great hero in you. You can achieve anything because you have a hero inside, sewn under your skin, scrabbling to escape. Cancer. Rest assured, that's the ideal. And this week, you will mainly be assured that your goldfish secretly has a better social life than you. Rest assured, you're so nice, even your goldfish wants to avoid making you jealous. Leo. Respite from the stresses of work should be planned regularly throughout the day. On Thursday, you will try sleeping the whole day as a method of concentrating your energies on the job you will no longer have on Friday. You need to try balance in your life as well. Virgo. Respect is one of the most important parts of a relationship, especially when you're in a relationship with a rifle-toting grizzly bear. Remind the bear how much it relies on you. Ask where it would be if you didn't do the washing up every other day. Libra. When the pressures of the modern world become too much, try actually traveling back to the 12th century. When the pressures of feudal Britain become too much, try being a protozoa. So, what were your findings? Scorpio. The state of your house reflects the state of your mind. So get cleaning up. Sort out all that rubbish in the cupboards. Try and work out why you have a horrific freak stumbling around in your house. Maybe some problems are insurmountable. Sagittarius. Deal with the challenges this week will have in order. Obviously. Otherwise the bins will be out far too early and you'll miss your caught hearing. Capricorn. Unless you've any better ideas, open every can or jar in your house and then place them all over the floor. I can assure you, there won't be a better idea on its way, which says a lot about the alternatives. Aquarius. Twenty years of research will pay off this week when you finally discover that it's actually the government that is spiking your water supply and not Alan Hooks from school. Alan's been dead for years and you didn't even think to check that. Crazy old poison water. Pisces. In times of peace, one should prepare for war. By the same token, when you're single, maybe you should prepare for finding someone. Maybe you should think about how you could change. Like a shower. Any time this month. The stars can smell you from up here. And uh, you're listening to 10 Radio, uh, but that was the sound of somebody having fun tonight. <laughs> really? Yeah. Is that how it works? Yeah. Well, we've what... been doing it wrong. Yeah, we have entirely. Yeah. Because pretty much none of the things that we actually broadcast would make an excellent soundtrack to, I don't know, helicopter gunships swooping in on a jungle. <laughs> don't know. It hasn't been tried yet. Has it not? <laughs> I mean, the war in Vietnam had a great soundtrack. You know, if it all kicks off in Russia and Ukraine, I'm hoping that we might be the soundtrack to it. <laughs> 
it's not just all this standing around and trying to join the EU and stuff. Just like amazing shots of choppers through the air and you and I wittering on in the background. <laughs> Just picking apart the lyrics from various <laughs> The sound of me writing out 22 zeros. <laughs> the soundtrack of the war of the mid-teens. Uh, anyway, sorry. <laughs> William, I think you've got yourself a little birthday treat, haven't you? I have got myself a little birthday treat. Ladies and gentlemen, my birthday, five days time. I want metal. Right, oh good. It's my birthday. That's why we must play some. Because the problem is, I'm acutely aware of the demographic of the people who actually listen to this, and concordantly, I know that nobody else who's listening to this would enjoy it, apart from Barry. Barry's Barry pro, enjoy it. Barry's pro metal. He's got his metal show on Ten Radio. Right, yes, he's got his metal show, but he plays real metal, not stupid metal. <laughs> it's all stupid metal. Yeah, play your metal. <sighs> Lovely intro. <laughs> Happy now? Yeah, yeah. That's exactly what I need. This is this is an enormous amount of yeah. I tell you what. I tell you what you need, William. What? It's another present. Oh, is it another present? It's time for another present. Present number two. William was born on the eleventh of February, not the twelfth of March. It was definitely the eleventh of February. Why would you include this element of? Doubt. <laughs> There's a lot of doubt. Real birth. Present for you, William. Deliver into my hand the present of the birthday. <laughs> now, uh, listeners, this is uh, again a beautifully wrapped present. Now, William, uh, uh, you, quite nice actually. Yes, it's, it's largely oblong. Last time round, we've gone for um, one side utterly smooth. Other side, we have the trapezium effect, where the pleats come in and uh, an H. To seal the entire business uh, of sellotape. I mean, it's, it's basically wrapping. So um, it's going to prise that open. It's up. basically wrapping. It's just talking over a drum loop. <laughs> so uh, William's just apprising the present open now. I'm taking off one side of the H, and now it's just uh, it's nothing. It's oh, nothing really. Maybe it says T on its side. A drunken T. Maybe thinking of S, wondering where she is these days. Right. Okay. So we're into the meat of the product now. As is so frequently the way with uh, uh, drinking alone, it's turned into eye, and uh, now I'm just going to rip the eye up, and we're going to see what happens. Now, William, you remember last year for my birthday, yes. you bought me a present uh, which was a T-shirt. Yes. And it had my face on it. Yes. I'm unsealing a packet which contains some uh, linen, and uh, I can see white linen. I can see that it's got some kind of a design on it. Simon. Now then, Simon. <laughs> Simon. Well, right now, this, it now. seems to be a picture of Simon. A Simon uh, looking, uh, for all the world, like some kind of a pop star. He's wearing a, a white shirt. It's unbuttoned, uh, you know, down to uh, the, the nippleage area, around about the same height as the uh, shirt pocket. Pretty sexy. He's, uh, he sat on a chair in an unconventional manner, of course, backwards. Mm -hmm. And um, he, uh, he has placed his legs around the back of the chair. And um, you can tell it's his legs because there are no trousers in the way of them. <laughs> and he's uh, sporting some rather fetching maroon socks. <laughs> Next time we go to London, yeah, we're both wearing our birthday t-shirts. <laughs> Listen, I wish you could see his face. Uh, that's uh, that's quite extraordinary. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, listen, this, you can see our face by going to sorrynotinservice.com. No, but um, I mean, right now. Oh, yeah, right now you can't do that, because right now I'm trying to process some things. <laughs> Simon? What? Where did you get this done? Did you have to face the people who were making it? No, no. Got it done online, did you? Got it done online, sir. Coward. Discreet. Coward. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so That's what they call the dark net. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Listen, there'll be a photograph up, up online. So yeah, basically, it's um well as William described it. It's it's exactly as I described it. I can't think of another way of describing it. Good lord! Sorry, sorry. Listen, it's it's a t-shirt. Uh, I'm straddling a chair. You're not wearing any trousers. No trousers, but I do have some boxer shorts on, and I have signed it all. Only the best, just Simon Lee. <laughs> it's quite a wide stance. 
two or three pegs. I did have to zoom in quite hard just to make sure there wasn't any balls out of it. Um, so, ladies and gentlemen, there, there's a record that I'm going to play a song from now. Um, Malcolm Middleton and David Shrigley. This is called Monkeys while William gets his shiznit together. Back in the room, William, you're wearing a t-shirt. I'm wearing a t-shirt. Looking pretty good there. All the best. All the best. Um, <laughs> oh my God. Now, uh, listen, there was one um, junk mail that we had recently, which was more of a sort of a challenge. Do you remember where there was an ATM card with oh, yeah. an unfeasibly large amount of money in the, on the account, and he had to withdraw it within seven days? Yeah. And we worked it out. He'd have to withdraw 780 grand per day yeah to get this it would be a bit tricky I'm, I, I quite like I quite enjoyed that it was the sort of challenge element to it because a lot of the junk mail we get in is like oh I've got 20 million quid do you want 40% of it you know give Turn it, it make it a little bit more crystal maze exactly yeah well this yeah. oh man this is this is good this is psychological this one yeah a psychological crystal maze imagine such a thing <laughs> right I contacted you because I sent you the first transfer of six and a half thousand dollars what <laughs> This is a good bit. From your winning inheritance fund. <laughs> winning inheritance fund? I want some inheritance. Either that or it's just an excellent adjective. <laughs> winning. I want some inheritance, clearly. Uh, right, okay. Uh, your first transfer of 6500 from your winning inheritance fund's total amount of 250 million US dollars. What? Right. Mm. Okay. So a lot. That's a big inheritance winning. That's a pretty big inheritance. Yeah, they're winning inheritance. <laughs> you need to contact Western Union agent Mrs. Elizabeth Williams. Right. Give you the transfer payment information, um, blah, 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 blah. Okay. We've got to get on to Lizzie Billy. Yep, Lizzie, Lizzie Billy. That's right. <laughs> Elizabeth Williams. Nice. Uh, please try to contact him immediately. What? <laughs> for him to furnish you with the information to you. Right, okay. So it, it, it's not brilliantly written. Here comes the challenge part, Will. Here comes the challenge. This is, this is the challenge part. You ready to get your math on? Yep, right, already. Okay. Right, okay. Stings here. warm me up, as is his way. <laughs> Slowly but surely. Um, here we go. Right, okay. So, um, Lizzie Billy. Lizzie Billy. <laughs> yep, Lizzie Billy. We'll be sending you $6,500 daily. 6.5K dollars daily. Okay. As per our board meeting discussion with him. Yeah. Until the complete 250 million US dollars is sent to you. Okay, 250 million. Yes. And, and we're going to be receiving $6,500 daily. Right, okay, so 250 million divided by 6,500. Yes, please. Right, okay, well, I'm on it. I'm on it like, like Donkey Conit. Right, as okay, the old expression so. goes. <laughs> <laughs> right, um, 250 million yep. divided by uh, 6,500. 6, how many uh, days are we going to have to wait before we get the total amount? Well, great googly moogly. Yeah. That's um, 38,461 days, um, or uh, 105 and a third years. <laughs> Sir, the email ends. Do get in touch with me once you've gotten the transfer completely. Thank you. <laughs> See, I like that challenge element. That was slightly more nuanced, wasn't it? Because it's more of a sort of mental challenge. Well, the thing is, I think you'd probably be able to afford fairly good healthcare if you knew you were getting six and a half grand. I mean, you only had to, like, you could spend six grand a day on making sure that you would carry on living. And you'd still, you know, you could still afford to go to the cinema. Maybe even have some small popcorn satire on the cinema there. Skills. Yeah, it was. William, you'll be delighted to know that we've, we've had an email. Arrogant. Uh, well, you'll be arrogant <laughs> to know that we've had an email. No, it's arrogant. To, never mind. From? Yeah. yeah? Barry Summers. Barry Summers? Woo! Gordano all. I agree with William. Actually, I've not been able to listen to tonight's show, but, uh, but this late into the show, you must have had some disagreement by now. And on the balance of probability, I would have agreed with William. <laughs> <laughs> so, not even any idea that we were busy meddling it up. <laughs> no, sir. No, Barry's just pro will tonight. Yeah, if, if only to yeah. annoy me. So, uh, and who wouldn't yeah. be? Pop music. Well, who wouldn't have a birthday in order to annoy you? <laughs> birthday greetings.
Well, that pop song was called That Loneliness. And I can tell you, faux shizzle, we're not lonely this evening. We've got two varmints in the room. Yay! Dave and Matt varmint. Um, and now, uh, Dave, and, Dave and Matt are here to, uh, to entertain you for the, uh, for the next few hours. <laughs> and there's been lots of questions regarding why William's got um, a sticker of gentleman's relish on his face. Yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? <laughs> that's the main source of I concern. I think there would be a better place for that sticker. Round about uh-huh. through two thirds of the way down. Round the about t-shirt. the crotch shot on the, um, <laughs> yes, on the t-shirt. Exactly. Although <laughs> gentleman's relish across that is probably not the right thing to have. <laughs> well, I don't know. There are some gentlemen who would relish that, undoubtedly. <laughs> well, you see, this is the this is the quandary I've been in with this sticker on my forehead, just going. Well, <laughs> I mean, it's definitely an excellent turn of phrase. The gentleman's relish, <laughs> but uh, we hadn't really thought about the fact that other people might see you in your current state. <laughs> But there you go. Well, you that's hadn't thought about that. No, that's true, I have. Right, ladies and gentlemen. He's thought about little else. Yeah. <laughs> this is my new identity. <laughs> it's all the ID I need. Um, listeners, um, this has been Sorry Not In Service, and uh, we're going to be going away now, and we'll speak to you in a fortnight. Yes. Enjoy to varmints, as they say in the north. Yes. Closing the show. We hope you've learnt your lesson. <laughs> Bloody hell! Oh my god! <laughs> that was uh, that was it. Um, yeah. Now, uh, listeners, um, if you enjoyed William's review of London, yeah. uh, there is a video up on sorrynotinservice.com, yeah. um, which um, sort of has some photographs from our visit and some visuals to go along with William's words. Lovely stuff. Yes, and there'll I've be. Always needed visuals to go with my words because otherwise it's just I don't know wind. It's just radio. It's just radio. <laughs> <laughs> Radio. Nobody likes radio. Or people podcasts. like podcasts. Podcast. No, people do like no, podcasts. People like podcasts. People like podcasts. Tell your friends. Tell your friends that they like podcasts until they do. And uh, so there we go. And there'll be photographs of William's amazing uh, chest apparatus. Um, brackets, uh, the T-shirt with my bits on it. And um, <laughs> with my body. The T-shirt with my body on it. That's fair yeah, to say, that, isn't that's, it? That's fair to say, yeah. Right, so um, the internet is open uh, for business and go and have a look at it. Then we'll speak to you in a fortnight. Yeah. What? (laughs) How do you turn this off? (laughs) Not using Sting.